peoples of the Worldwide Federated Internet, what's good? fray yesterday of everybody talking about Martin Luther King. I thought I would give it a day um, rest before coming and giving my thoughts on on a day where we celebrate a man who changed the world or let's just uh, at least a man who changed the United States. Put it that way. And in effect, in a lot of ways, changed the world. Um especially in the climate we have going on now. So I, I try not to normally, not always good about this, but I try not to do, you know, we have certain days of celebration, especially in the United States and, and across the world, New Year's, um, Christmas, uh, Veterans Day, days like that. Sometimes I do, I share my thoughts on the those different holidays and, and why we celebrate them or what have you. But sometimes I try to maybe wait a day, maybe wait some hours after everybody has done their post talking about whatever issue. And I decided to do this same thing with uh, Martin Luther King's or the day where we celebrate the life of Martin Luther King. I decided to wait a while because I'm sure there's commentators that have said the same thing. I haven't I, I didn't listen to much yesterday in the area of uh, people talking about this topic, but I'm pretty sure what I'm about to say was probably a sentiment shared by many of these people just by the nature of the life of Martin Luther King. We have this propensity as humans and again, this is not my Bible podcast, and I know you're probably going to get tired of me saying this. And I say this just to remind you, eventually I probably won't say it as much, but I say it especially now beginning this podcast to remind you, I am a believer. I have believed on the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That informs every part of my life that affects every part of my life. It doesn't just end on one topic and every other topic. I just think secularly. No, all of my thoughts are filtered through the Bible. Um, I was, you know, doing a I'm going through Proverbs with my youngest daughter. We're discussing some things and we were in Proverbs chapter one and we were talking about verse seven of Proverbs chapter one, where the Bible says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, all knowledge, wisdom and anything I have in, in way of any good instruction comes from the fear of the Lord. It's from the Bible. If it's not from the Bible, you know, I have thoughts of things that that are secular, but in, in the grand scheme of things, does that stuff matter? Uh, will it matter in the grand scheme of eternity? Not really. Not really. So Martin Luther King was a person that did not 
support or condone violence. Now, let me give this caveat just so you know and and understand fully. I am not a pacifist by any means, by any stretch of the imagination. That's not the area of discussion here. There's a difference between pacifism and the proper biblical response or the 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 proper biblical what's the word I'm looking for not necessarily response the the proper biblical approach towards situations because response is a little bit different in the context of what I'm talking about Martin Luther King said and and I forgive me because I don't have the quotes in front of me this is impromptu not not really prepared so much said violence begets violence hatred just paraphrasing I know he didn't say it this exact way hatred can't drive out darkness that's not how that works and especially in a climate we're in now where you have warring political factions, warring ideologies, you're always going to have warring ideologies. You're always going to have people who think one way and people who think another way. The problems arise when the talking stops. But the thing about celebrating the life of Martin Luther King is think about this. A non-violent man, a non-violent man who was, for all intents and purposes, martyred for his stance and his beliefs, changed the entire world. Now, what I'm going to say largely, um, if you're not saved, if you've not been born again, I'm not going to say you'll definitely disagree, right? Because there are some people, some non-believers that that ascribe to what I'm about to say. But for the most part, I realize that this is an ideology and these are ideas that are m- mostly shared by believers. So uh, first, I want to read something. This is out of the book of Genesis. And I remember I thought this was in. I've been doing a study through the book of Genesis on my other podcast, Brooknam's World. Go check it out. I thought this was interesting when I came across this verse right here in the book of Genesis. In Genesis chapter six, verse 13, the Bible says, and God said unto Noah, the end of all flesh is come before me for the earth is filled with violence through them and behold I will destroy them with the earth the earth was filled with violence clearly this is not something that God was pleased with he's getting ready to destroy the whole earth and one of the reasons is the earth was filled with violence. Now, one of the things I went over, as I said, with my, with my daughter and 
And this is apropos because Martin Luther King was a preacher. Right. And I, I think he believed these biblical principles and Proverbs chapter one, verse seven, the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And also in the book of Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 32, the Bible says he that is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he that ruleth his spirit, uh, then he that taketh a city. Now, why that's so kind of groundbreaking to me is when you look at the difference. Now, I know uh, Malcolm X changed later on in his life and wasn't as aggressive as he was to start. I I think he realized the shortcomings of aggression and violence, not that he backed away from it completely. He was he was definitely not on the same exact page as Martin Luther King. But I think he after his trip to Mecca, he slowed down a little bit on on his aggressive stance, but not completely. But here's the thing. Now, no doubt the assassination of Malcolm X had a profound effect on the country, um, namely the, the black community. I'm not going to say that, that no one else was affected, but it was namely the black community, but Martin Luther King, though, a man that advocated for nonviolent solutions, he rocked the world. And there's people who who were behind Dr. Martin Luther King that did not subscribe to his ideology of nonviolence. There was people around him that that weren't necessarily 100 percent on board with that. And a lot of people who followed him weren't necessarily 100 percent on board with that. But just think about it. A man was nonviolent. Who was trying to seek solutions through sitting down, talking to people he disagreed with. Um, he came to an actual better solution. There was more resolution from Martin Luther King's approach than from other approaches. The world paid attention when Martin Luther King spoke you could almost say that in a lot of ways, the world stood still and watched the things that he was doing nonviolently. The violent approach, again, violence begets violence, right? You strike, the other side strikes, and then it just goes back and forth in the striking. Now, again, as I said, I'm not a pacifist, right? So, I'm not here telling you that you allow somebody to, to walk over you, right? That that's, that's not what I'm telling you. But what I'm telling you is if violence is your answer, you failed the test, right? There are times in history where 
there was no escaping violence, right? Wars have happened where violence came and, and it just, there was, there was no escaping it. It just is what it is. But if violence is your answer, you have failed the test. And in many ways, I think that many people in the United States right now in the political and ideological climate are failing the test. And the problem is there is a very high price to pay for failing this test. It's not as simple as, oh, I'll just go back and study some more and take it over. Now nah, we failed this test and it's a wrap. Now that's not to, not to sell doom and gloom. Those who know me, you know, I'm not a doom and gloom guy. I see opportunity and tragedy and there is great opportunity in my opinion to to get back to get back to some to some basics uh watching what we have going on now one of those basics we can get back to is yo okay i have some people i don't agree with they don't agree with me we don't see eye to eye okay cool let us sit down let us have a conversation. Let's see what we can come up with. It's, it's not going to be it's not going to be all good. It's not going to work all 100 percent in my favor. It's not going to work 100 percent in their favor. But let's come to a peaceful resolution. The Bible says, blessed are the peacemakers. And I've said this before, I'm trying my best to be a peacemaker and a rational voice in this time of chaotic noise. The drumbeat of conflict is ever before us. There's people on both sides beating that drum. People on this side calling for people on this side to be arrested. People on that side calling for people on that side to be arrested. We want them to do this. We want them to be canceled. We want them to go away. Now, I'm not saying that that you're never going to have that, right? We all have our, our beliefs and our ideologies, and there, there are times when we're going to have the opinion that, yo, this idea right here needs to die. But the thing is, though, you can't, you can't, you can't go to violence as the solution, Right. If an idea is going to die, let it die because better ideas defeated it. And not because it succumbed to a boot and a gun, because that's not going to work for anyone. Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty, people.